Elemental is a podcast for those who realize that the enjoyment of life is about having something deep in our souls which lights our fire. It's for those who maybe have lost that fire and feel like they are missing out on the pleasures of life. In each episode, I will share recent fun activities and focus on why having fun is essential for good health. I'm your host, Alenia, and I invite you to take this journey with me and join the pleasure-seeking movement. All right, so I know I had said that we would have the episodes go back and forth between interviews and solo episodes, but... You know, I I don't always keep my promises. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest. The solo episodes that I have I have on, they're just not that good and compelling. Like I was gonna release something that was about like going to uh, improv and about how good laughter is, but I feel like it's just kind of a no duh. Like we all know laughter is good for us. And that we don't laugh enough. And I don't really, nothing I was going to say was going to be like that, like life changing and, you know, something that you could take, take something away from and better your life with necessarily, because you already know that you need to laugh. You already know how good laughter makes you feel. So it just didn't, it just, there just didn't seem like there was a point to me releasing it I probably will just scrap it and I hopefully will have some something of merit and worth to give to the world that's a solo episode at some point but I'm sitting on a bunch of interviews that have something for the world and you know I I definitely am a lot more excited for what that will be so this is another interview and this one is with Jenny Lee and she has been a teacher for over 20 years and she basically she tells her story about having some life events that really took a toll on her and how she really reconnected with herself after postpartum depression and divorce and she started really focusing on self-care and particularly like taking mornings because that's like really like the time that she could take for herself and make them really like the sacred, the sacred thing. And the ripple effect that it had on her life. And now she's using the knowledge and gift that she gave to herself to help other women to give back to themselves. I'll have more of her uh, bio and information about her in the show notes and ways for you to connect with her. But yeah, she has a lot of great insight and, and it's just like so many people are so miserable every single morning and we're just trying to get through it's like this painful thing where we're just like, I just trying to get through this day and this day and this day and this week and this month and this year. And just, we're just hoping for our lives to be 
over basically because we're so dissatisfied with like our jobs and stuff but your job doesn't have to be everything to you and she basically is saying yeah this didn't change I still am a teacher and you know that's not an easy job I know for myself but she you know is doing all this stuff for herself that like she's in a beautiful place even though that didn't change so I hope that you get take something from what she has to say you start to take some of your own life back and yeah take ownership of your own life I think is kind of because it can be really a beautiful thing when you are just really present for yourself I hope that you enjoy this interview with Jenny Lee Hi, Jenny. Thanks for joining joining me today. Hi. Thank you for having me. How are you? How are you doing today? I am excited because I get to talk about my favorite topic. And um, I'm here in Connecticut and it's getting warmer and I've been going outside a lot more. So yeah, that's like an awesome thing to do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I I always is like so uplifting when the weather starts getting nice and then you're just like oh, i feel so awake and blah, 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 you know, excited for the day yeah well um i wake up early um and it's just kind of interesting like um like you know at least here uh use well usually like you know for the uh well most of the time and during the year um it doesn't get any light until like six something 6 30 right um mm -hmm. and lately we've been getting some sunlight like at 4 45 or 4 40 yeah. so um yeah like I, I love it like the day the days are longer and we could do so many more things outside mm -hmm. and yeah so so grateful for this time of the year although i also like winter yeah i'm I'm not a big fan of winter, but I think it's mostly because of the darkness. Mm. Like it's not really, it's not even really about the cold or like, cause I, I like if it snows, I'm like, Ooh, it's snowing partly because the snow is all bright and stuff, but like, it's just so dark and I just, <laughs> I just don't, I don't like the dark. I know what you mean. Well, I actually feel safe in the dark. Oh, yeah it's i know it's kind of strange but um i mean i am a more uh, an early riser but like when it's time to sleep like i like it pitch dark and it just feels so safe it's like you know being enveloped by this darkness um yeah it's it's great <laughs> yeah uh yeah right now we have to wear like like we've been wearing eye masks to go to sleep because it's still not dark yet when we go to sleep and it's really hard to sleep <laughs> oh stylish yeah yeah that's, <laughs> that's awesome uh so i know that you you're uh you're really into waking up early how did you get into um doing that so first i'm not really you know, like into waking up early, to be honest with you. 
um, it's like that early morning um, techniques and strategies that I have for myself really kind of came out of survival, you know. Um, so I'm an English teacher, still am. Um, I got into this morning routine uh, because that was a way for me to um, make peace with my job that required me to, that requires still, you know, requires me to wake up early. Mm -hmm. um, but in the past, because I was operating from this place of depletion and I was exhausted, um, I'm also a mother. And um, like my child at that time, like, you know, when he was just born, um, I wasn't sleeping for months, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, for me to like um, wake up in the morning, like I haven't even slept. So mm -hmm. I was not sleeping for months. And then I had to go back to work, right? Uh, for financial reasons. Uh, and it was just not a good arrangement, you know, for me because I never had good quality of sleep um and i would like i had to do all these things including the job right i was uh, wearing all these different hats as a mother as a wife as a homemaker um so mornings were just tedious you know awful like i never wanted to wake up <laughs> you know mm -hmm. but yeah of course i didn't i didn't have a choice uh, but like, you know, running in that um, depleted mode was taking a toll on me emotionally, physically, spiritually, like, you know, pretty much everything, right? Mm -hmm. um, I was cranky and I was like confrontational because I was just irritable. You know, all I did was just like, you know, I was so easily triggered. Um, and so my relationships with everybody were not good. Um, and even at the job, you know, it was more like, yep, constantly in the survival mode, right? And especially with me teaching in um in an urban setting where the kids also come from, like you know, environments that are like, you know, uh, plagued with violence and drug problems and abuse, and you know, life is tough for them. And then they would come to school, right? Like that's supposed to be a safe haven for them. But then like, you know, um, because I was running in such a deplete, depleted mode, I was like, I was just doing my job. You know, I was not in a place to give them any attention or any love. Um, mm -hmm. I was like, you know, just doing my job do the lesson planning, submit it to the admin, and then like, okay, you guys do this page and that page and do your work and leave me alone, like, because I was just tired. Mm -hmm. um, and so my relationships with the students were not very good either, right? And then I, you know, I come home and I'd be so tired. And I was not present, you know, as a mother. Um, yeah. And uh, with my ex-husband, like, you know, my relationships were also, you know, pretty, pretty bad at that point. Mm -hmm. um, and so that led uh, to our divorce at some point. Then after that divorce, I finally got some time for myself because we had split custody. <laughs> you know, he had a few days with our son and then I did too then like at, at some point I was just like, oh, what am I going to do with myself with all this time, <laughs> right? But then like, okay, let me do some things, some things that I like. 
Um, but still, like, you know, the mornings for me, um, like, you know, even before that, like before, like, you know, the married life and everything, like growing up, mornings were very traumatic for me. Mm. You know, um, like I was waking up to school, um, a Catholic school that I did not like. I grew up in Indonesia. Okay. And um, when, when I was growing up, corporal punishment was acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, and my teachers were like, wow, like they seem to be entertained by torturing their students. Like mm-hmm. that was from my perspective. Yeah, it would be illegal like yeah. nowadays. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, when I was growing up, you know, like they beat the students, you know, it's like they would answer like, you know, and they didn't like the answer. And, you know, like they beat them with this like, you know, big ruler, right? It's it's horrible. Um, and yeah, all kinds of like unusual punishments, like, you know, you would see. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they had waterboarding or whatever. But, you know, yeah, of course not. Yeah. But it was um, not an environment that I wanted to wake up to. Sure. Right. And so um, mornings, like, you know, to my subconscious was like this really, um, you know, something to hide from, basically, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so at some point, like, you know, after the divorce, I uh, and I was still doing my job and was still having stressful mornings, right? Rushing uh, to work and everything. And I had that like stressful energy that stuck with me throughout the day you know that made my work stress you know like stressful and um not pleasant then i took a holiday um i took a vacation to hawaii when i was like i was awakened by somebody you know who said um like hey did you see the sunrise like he was actually kind of like no telling that to everybody else but like because i was there like he kind of woke me up and then i went to see the sunrise it's like oh that's so beautiful and whatever and then i realized that oh yeah it's only like 605 like it's already so early like i'm already up like what am i gonna do well you know that means i just have a longer day so that is so cool um that it was a realization for me um, that I got to wake up when I woke up earlier, I got to see more things. I got to do more fun things. I got to meet more people. So it was such a great time. And for the rest of that vacation, I was waking up early, uh, just so I could, you know, cover a lot more. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And I came back to Connecticut to real life. Uh, to the job, right? Um, and so I kind of went back to that, um, you know, to that mode, to uh, the pattern that I had before. Sure. And yeah. and it was just like, it was just not the same for me, right? Because it's like, okay, like I had a good time um, and I knew what life was supposed to feel like. And then like, I'm back to this dump. Like, this is just not acceptable. It's like, I can't keep on living like this. Yeah. So that was when I made the decision, you know, like I um, I need to have more fun. Like I need to, um, like I, I can't stay in this like muck, you know? And so I started to wake up 10 to 15 minutes earlier. And so I could dance to like, you know, some favorite music, some favorite songs. And that made me feel so exhilarated, 
right? I'm having fun. And there's like this level of emotion that I haven't had for a long time, sure. especially not in the morning. Yeah. And this mornings, I, I'm, I was so my body and my just my mind was so used to grumpy mornings and stressful mornings. So it was like strange, but like, oh, my God, it feels so good. And then I keep on doing it right. Like, you know, 10, 15 minutes earlier dance. And then like, you know, I feel better and like um, work is not so bad anymore mm -hmm. because I have better energy that stuck with me. Right. And then um, I wanted to have more fun so i woke up a little earlier 20 minutes right and then 25 minutes so i could uh dance a little longer i could listen to the music a little longer and then i extended it to like um providing myself some challenge and mm -hmm. i made it like 30 minutes like then i woke up a little earlier like you know now it's 30 minutes and i added the challenge like um some um challenging movement from uh belly dancing like i i used to belly dance and i instructed belly dance for a little while and um like that um the move that i found difficult that time was the um the belly flutter and the belly roll mm -hmm. um, and so for three months i was doing that for 10 15 minutes right practicing that like and you know from teachers on youtube <laughs> and I got it down. I, you know, in like three months, right? Just 10, 15 minutes a day of practicing that. Um, and it's like, you know, it just felt great. I was happy. I was so much, you know, so much, in, so much more in shape. Um, then it just kind of extended, um, you know, that I would start uh, playing um, audiobook or a podcast while I'm, you know, um, like getting ready and then i started to extend it to like i don't know one hour and um like you know i don't know like doing other things like oh yeah i added a challenge like ice cold water like uh i mean showering in this oh yeah, <laughs> yeah like, and it's um yeah i was just like you know thinking about like different ways to approach it um but you know what if you just make the decision just jump in and don't overthink it like it's it's really not that hard and <laughs> that actually taught me like you know for like you know like all my times of procrastinating right it is because you know i was overthinking it sure. really like if i just like sit down and just do it I get it done <laughs> just like that high school shower yeah um <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> yeah it was like yeah it is it is a shock to the system uh but then you know it is so good for your nervous system mm -hmm. you know uh mm -hmm. so there's that and now my uh morning routine has extended to two hours oh nice yeah and so there's like you know so much in there now like you know with my movement and then the dances and then the challenge and then the juicing right like you know mm -hmm. yeah I've, I've been um juicing for a while now i i do celery juice and, and then after that um lemons and uh, ginger and turmeric that's they're anti-inflammatory um and then i also do some herbal teas um then the ice shower right and so like all of these like you know it just kind of like um 
came down to four aspects that I cover in those mm -hmm. two hours of self-care in the morning, you know, just focusing on myself. And those are uh, my emotional and physical needs, like the dances, right? It made me happy and feeling exhilarated. I'm having so much fun um, and I get in shape too, mm -hmm. right? And then um, spiritually and intellectually. Um, so I don't read the news. I don't listen to the news. When I listen to audiobooks or podcasts, like I make sure that it's going to be inspiring and uplifting. Um, and it got me to learn about the world in an, in an inspiring way. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that covers my spiritual and my intellectual, um, needs. Um, and sometimes I would listen to, uh, Deepak Chopra or Michael Singer. Um, yeah, like different, um, podcasters like Michael Trainer. Um, they're, they're, they, they cover spirituality um and Deepak Chopra used to be a you know like a medical doctor um and so he explains like you know the blend of the spirituality and the scientific side of it and so it's just like you know this cocktail of education and inspiration in the morning it's you know so it feels amazing um and so yeah I leave the house having been nourished right mm -hmm go to the work, like go to my work, having so, such better relationships with my students because I serve from a place of joy and happiness, mm -hmm. having been uh, nourished and, you know, recharged. And so I started to, um, like that really spills out, right, to my other aspects of life, like, okay, well, even like, okay, professional, right? Like, you know, like same, it's my relationship with like, you know, people around me, and mm -hmm. I am so much more open. And then um, with work, for example, now, when I do my lesson planning, I ask myself, like, what, how do I make this fun? Right? Because I'm so used to fun. And, you know, just doing joyful things um, in the morning, and my body is used to all of that. Right. So it's like when I was still stressed out, I was. Yeah, my body was producing so much cortisol and like my discomfort, like all of that stress became my comfort zone. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then like so that's why it took a while for me to train, reprogram my body and my mind, like little by little to get used to the natural way, which is the happy way, the joyful way. Um, and yeah, life is so much better. And now, um, like I still have the same job, right? Yeah. But like I, um, and it's still the same demographics, but I have such a different way of um, working. Like, you know, I have such a different way of seeing my work like it's so much happier um, and I have a happier environment because of that. And so not, nothing changed around me. I changed. Mm -hmm. right? And that is like the most important thing that I, uh, that I learned that I am now responsible for whatever happiness, whatever energy that I want to have, that I desire. I, I am the one who creates it. Um, and I think that's like the most powerful lesson that I learned 
like, you know, all these years. So yeah, that's, um, that's my journey. And I now, because, okay, because of, um, you know, all of the openness that occurs during the process, right? Like, you know, the fun and joy and the exhilaration, my body and my mind are open to just like whatever is fun, right? I mm -hmm. um, heighten my vibration. I'm such a happier person. Um, and that gets me to be more open to inspiration, to possibilities. Mm -hmm. uh, and I became more creative. Then I started writing a book and I actually published, self published a book a while ago. Oh, wow. uh, and like, you know, here I am now helping other women you know, to pay attention to their own well-being so that they will operate from a place of love. Mm -hmm. you know, that is my way, you know, a way of fun <laughs> and joy. <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that's very inspiring story. And it's, you know, it's empowering to a person to not be a victim of their circumstances, but you can make it you know, you can make your life be whatever you want it to be. Like, it's not, no one else can take that power from you, you know? Yeah, that's really important to think about, right? Because that's pretty much how I grew up. And like, most of my life, um, there was this, there's this paradigm of like, you know, it's fate, you, you know, it is what it is, right? Um, and all of these uh, falsehoods, like, you know, if you're a woman, like, um, to be a whole woman, you know, you got to have kids and break your body taking care of your family, mm -hmm. right? I mean, it doesn't make sense now, consciously, but some subconsciously, a lot of women that I met are operating in a place of depletion, you know, yeah. which, is, which is crazy. And then um, you would ask them, like, okay, why are you doing this to yourself? You need to take care of yourself. And they, you know, it's too expensive or I don't have time. I don't have money. And um, so there's all these excuses to put their, their, you know, their well-being, like, you know, as not a priority, you know, as the last on the list. Um, and, and it's really unhealthy for them and for the family and for the environment that they're in. Yeah. Um, so I do hope that, you know, more, uh, women understand this so that, uh, they make self-care, their well-being, um, and, you know, healthy state of mind and body and, you know, and their spirituality and the care of those aspects, you know, should be non-negotiable, mm -hmm. right? Because it's like, um, when you're operating from this place of exhaustion, it's like telling a patch of soil that is dehydrated to grow a tree. It just yeah. doesn't work. You can't create from that place of, the, you know, depletion and, mm -hmm. you know, stress. When your body is like in this survival mode, you can't create from a state like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can, but that would be more things that stress you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, 
as you know, parents, like it's like you're you're trying to set an example of what you want your child's life to be like, right? And if you are constantly like take you know just like being like de depleting your energy and you're just like you're not setting your child up for being able to take care of themselves when they're adults either like yeah like because yeah. they see like oh well that that's what it's like to be an adult is like you you have to mm -hmm. be miserable and you know and you have to be tired all the time and and it's like, well, no, don't you want to show your children like the amazing life that they ha have in front of them instead? Yeah, right. Like, because when you're taking care of yourself, you're setting um, a good role model for your child yeah. of what adulthood, you know, could be right. Productive and healthy. Yeah. Like, you know, not in this um, scarcity mode, um, you know, which is what you know, all this depletion exhaustion is operating from. And um, yeah, exactly. Um, and well, yeah, because from taking care of myself first, I became uh, more present as a mother, mm -hmm. right? Like I like uh, connect more with my child that way. Um, and so yeah, that's like the importance of, you know, like a solid ground, a solid place of love and nurtured, you know, of being nurtured and nourished. And from there, you can create beautiful things, right? You know, whether it's relationships or professionally, um, yeah, or, you know, creatively. So, yeah, I, I hope that more women would get that message definitely yeah mm -hmm. in in like in our classroom we like read this book about like like filling a bucket have you filled filled a bucket and like you have everyone has a bucket and it's like is your bucket full or is it you know empty and like it's about like how you treat other people but also how you treat yourself like you you have you have a, to fill your bucket and then you also have to like protect your bucket from being like dipped, we call it dipped uh in the book you know from other people you know like you know you have to protect yourself also so i think as adults like it's good to model model that because we want that for them too mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i i agree um and so uh, yeah i uh also you know learned that like you know when it comes to joy and happiness uh when your body is already used to all you know all kinds of like uh things you know that that gives you joy mm -hmm. and um you know something that makes you feel like oh um you know like i want more of that because it feels so good mm -hmm. um then you know like subconsciously uh like your mind would start looking for more things that give you joy Right. And um, and that's like, you know, the beginning of a great fulfilling life. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, uh, that's kind of like how I feel, how my life is right now. Like, you know, so many possibilities. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just living in this place of gratitude now. 
right? Because my body and my mind have been programmed for that. Um, yep, because of all the things that I do in the morning. And, um, and I am hoping to keep on maintaining this and helping more women to reprogram their mind and their body for joy and happiness through things that they love to do. Mm-hmm. There are things that they uh, find to be um, satisfying and um, light them up. And yeah. so like for me, it's dancing, right? Um, for other people, you know, it's that there are different things. Um, so that's what I help women explore. What is it that lights you up? Yeah, nice. Yeah. Do you ever find that, like, do you ever have anyone that you work with that has a hard time um, answering that? Uh, yeah, yeah, there there are. You know, um, so I think it's easy for them to kind of like be like really like gung ho at first, right? And then they kind of like you know fall off the wagon. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it does. Like at the beginning, it does take discipline. But it's also, you know, this repetition of putting themselves first. And that is what is really important because like a lot of us, like, you know, we have like, you know, a lot of us have this subconscious narrative of like unworthiness, right? Or, uh, you know, this feeling of like wanting to go back to um, old habits. Like it can be tough, but when you make that, when you have already made that decision, um and like stick with it mm-hmm. right um and accountability partners help and that's actually what i'm that's that's how i help my clients right like you know be there for them um and you know just like you know keep on uh, inspiring them uh or motivating them um and keep on reminding them of what they're doing this for so yeah uh those are you know like the uh the bigger picture like you know reminding them of the bigger picture of why it's so important for them to do this it's like goddesses and queens yeah they have all of these royal treatments right and um like all these luxury and you know what that's what every woman deserves you know you know why these queens and goddesses get all those treatments like they serve like that's their job they bless you know they bless the world with their energy Mm -hmm. right um and like that that's why they need to be nurtured and nourished and just like every woman you know it's like um the earth right uh soil like healthy soil that gives out um all kinds of beautiful produce and flowers and um, like, you know, all these sustain, you know, sus- life sustaining um, things. Um, that's what women are, right? But and, and these soil, like, you know, uh, like all of the land needs to be tilled and nourished, fertilized, like, you know, for it to stay healthy so that it can produce. And, and it's the same thing everywhere. And women need to be nourished, like, you know, in a like, extra extravagant way you know if possible right because yeah that's what they deserve like for everything um all this work that they're doing Mm -hmm. so that's why it needs to be Mm non-negotiable 
-hmm. before you like when you're first starting to work with someone do you do you need to do you like make sure to explore like their re their reasons why they like they why they need this like um because like I, I feel like like with for some things like for example like if i you know if you're trying to lose weight like having your reason why like that is a goal um it helps you to stay on track so you can keep on revisiting that it's like okay i'm doing this because of this and so i just wonder if there's like yeah so think of when that. they come to me um so like you know my niche is really um it's really specific right mm -hmm. and so uh whoever comes to me for this like you know they already know that they need it Sure. Um, they, they already make that decision that they need to make a change. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I think, um, like in the process, it's more like, you know, the, the old habits dragging them down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like a lot of it is, uh, like, you know, that's the case, but yeah, I do have like, you know, some success, um, stories, uh, but there are some that, you know, just kind of like, okay, um, maybe I'm not ready yet for this. Like, yeah, maybe my body and my mind are not ready to get out of this, you know, comfort zone <laughs> yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's really easy for them to fall back, but they know that whenever they're ready to get back on, like I'll be here. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, like old habits uh, die hard. Yeah, that's that's completely understandable. Yeah. And that's why my approach is like small, tiny transitions, right? And adding the fun to it. Mm -hmm. So uh, it is the 10, 15 minutes um, and then maybe like five minutes increments, right? By week, by week. Um, and then when you do all the fun things, something that you are eager to wake up for, it's like me, like my mind and my body were associating the morning with negativity, right? And trauma. And that's why it was hard for me to get up. But when I discipline myself enough to wake up 10, 15 minutes earlier to do something fun. And then like, you know, I, so I started to fam like familiarize myself with that emotion at that time of the day in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then I, slowly after a couple of weeks after three weeks my mind and my body started to associate the morning as something good as something fun mm -hmm. not negative anymore yeah right? and so that is when it starts to get easier for you to start adding more minutes to your morning so mm -hmm. you can add more things that you like um like you know adding other um things like maybe juicing i mean it, it can be you know a little bit more of an effort you know but you are nourishing <laughs> yourself like you know you're so much healthier but you know by doing that yeah so um that's kind of the increments um mm -hmm. and like the transition that needs to happen uh, so to make it easier for you but you know like just like everything else um it really depends on the readiness and the capacity of people to receive, right? Sure. Um, like, you know, uh, when, when they're ready to just like, you know, when they make that decision, I don't want to like, you know, be in depletion anymore. Mm -hmm. Then, all right, come and I'll help you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I should also I probably talk about like the um, relation of, um, you know, the morning routine 
And before that, there needs to be a good nightly routine. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. so important, too, because in order for you to have a, a good energized morning, you need to have, you know, at least one or two nightly routine. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, like during the day, you know, our brains are very active, right? And um, at night, like sometimes for a lot of people who have a hard time sleeping, that is because their brains are still, you know, operating, like it's still spinning you know, from all these things that are happening uh, yeah. during the day. So the nightly routine that of your choice, like, you know, it could be a hot shower, um, a hot bath, right? Or meditation, um, or just like, you know, breathing exercise like with this um, essential oil diffuser, you know, that's, uh, well, you, could, you could put on like lavender or something, mm -hmm. or a relaxing music or dim the light, right? It is to signal the brain that it's time to slow down, and finally switch off. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, and it's also important to remember uh, to go to sleep happy. And what I mean by that is that before you go to sleep, um, like think of a couple of things, um, you know, that you are grateful for, or, mm -hmm. you know, like a couple of things that uh, went so well, and you're like patting yourself in the back for that. Because you know what, the last thing that you go to sleep with is the first Thing that you wake up with so it's like the thought right mm -hmm. whatever the last thing that uh the last thought that you go to sleep with you would wake up with that thought so if it's a good thought that you go to sleep with a happy thought then you wake up happy yeah <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah it's um important for that too and also like you know having that decision of like i'm going to have like a super restful sleep where my cell regenerates properly and I will wake up refreshed in the morning and visualize that and fall asleep with that. And that's what will happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of people have like that feeling of like wi wired and tired, which like, like it's like your brain is like, just can't stop going, but like your body is like tired. Like you're like, okay, I'm tired, but like, oh, yeah. I, I've definitely experienced that in my, in, in, at times, um, obviously like disconnecting from, um, electronics helps with that for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's part of it for sure. Um, but yeah, having the other like relaxing kind of things. And I feel like sometimes like, just like writing things down, getting yeah. it out because then it's not like you're just like worrying about things or like it's your or like the i hate when i like wake up in the middle of the night and i was like oh, i forgot about this thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah your brain hasn't shut down yet properly at least yeah. yeah so um yeah try that um you know transition um you know just signaling your brain that you know it's, it's time to go to bed well a, a friend of mine um told me her technique of like saying goodbye to her work, like at night saying goodnight to whatever she's working on, because mm. it's time to go to bed. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that is genius. <laughs> Setting boundary, right? And it's also like just kind of making decision that time to go to bed now. Like yeah. that's it. Good night, computer. Hi. <laughs> <Bye>. Good night work. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> she's a genius for that. Yeah. Um yeah 
uh, I, I did have like something in mind, but oh yeah, I, I was going to say like, you know, how from this routine, because um, I became so, I've become so used to, um, you know, just high vibrating positive things, right? Mm -hmm. um, I am vibrating like, you know, in a positive vibe basically, right? And that's how you walk around emanating just positive energy. And, you know, when you want to talk about, um, like law of attraction, you are, whatever you emanate is what you attract, right? It's the people, mm -hmm. the events. And, um, and so, yeah, like that's also another reason of like, you know, um, how, um, when you're developing this healthy, happy energy that is constant within you, then you are creating a happy life for you, mm -hmm. right? Like whatever, whatever you're attracting will be positive and like, and you'll be happy about that. Um, but I think uh, like, you know, another big thing for me is also, um, it increases my sensitivity to things that are not aligned with me, like, you know, value wise or energy wise. Um, and so I become like, um, it, it kind of like gives me the idea of what doesn't feel good and I could like quickly draw a boundary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's also another important thing that I feel um, like, you know, I have, like, you know, it's a skill that I have developed throughout this journey. Like, yeah, that's definitely something that a lot of people have problems with, but also I think because it's partly because they're so out of touch with what, they actually want and need sometimes but like once yeah. you're like doing the work of like really tuning into yourself you're a lot more likely to be like all right I know what I want I know what I yeah for sure yeah I completely agree um so yeah I um I do hope that you know, more people will try this out, not just the women, you know, also the men. I do know that a lot of people, millions of people wake up to jobs that they don't like. Yeah. Right. But if you have a happy morning routine that is just for you, like, oh, the days would be so much easier. Like you would be eager to wake up in the morning for you, not for your job, but mm -hmm. for you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Definitely. It's for everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, um, before we go, I always like to ask a few, a few, a few questions. Um, I, I like to know what people's, what, how do you define fun? What is, what is, what, what does fun, fun mean to you? Mm. So when I start feeling this, like, you know, kind of like ticklish feeling in my belly and, um, you know, it makes me feel exhilarated. Um, and it puts a smile on my face or a laughter and I can get enough of it, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's fun. <laughs> like, you know, good music, good food, um, you know, something that is tiltulating to the senses and makes me want more of it. Um, yeah, and, and that's fun. And, you know, I think that's just the natural state of every human it's like if you take out like you know all the conditioning all the trauma all the drama right like we are this in the core where we're this spirit light 
that gravitate to love and fun and joy, right? It's like children, when they're born, they're pure and all they do is receive and they radiate this love and light and cuteness and all you wanna do is to give love, right? Um, And that's what, you know, the natural state of human, I feel. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And we get out of touch with it for sure. Yeah, and so, my morning routines are to clean that up. Like I have healed so much um, in my mornings because I lean to what feels good and what's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also like to ask people what their play personality is. Um, this is based on Dr. Stuart Brown, who's like at the Play Institute kind of thing. Um, so there are eight play personalities. Mm-hmm. There's the Joker, the artist, the explorer, the collector, the storyteller, the kinesthetic, the competitor, and the director, who is like the person that likes to plan things. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I, you and you can be more than one. Yeah, what would you say I, I, heard. <laughs> I am an explorer that I know. Mm-hmm. I could be a storyteller uh yeah probably those two i think you also mentioned a couple more that kind of uh, resonated with director i guess i can be a director yeah yeah a little bit of that but i think explorer is like the biggest one yeah well in the kinesthetic like the fact that you love dancing so much like that's like that yes and that's how i um that's how i learned best actually oh actually doing it um then yeah then I get the understanding, right? Like by yeah. doing, then you understand, like whatever. Like, yeah, the Chinese proverb. <laughs> yeah, for sure, completely. Mm-hmm. All right, a couple more. Um, what's your favorite holiday? My favorite holiday? Oh gosh, probably Thanksgiving. It's like no need for presents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just get together with people and you know enjoy each other. Yeah. Um, and actually, after my divorce, like I was like, um, I stopped having Thanksgiving with my in-laws, but I have friends who became family oh, yeah. and we would celebrate Thanksgiving together. And that's just like the best, like, you know, the purity of it is like, you know, we are here because, you know, we enjoy each other's company and we are like family. It's, mm-hmm. it just feels so good. Yeah. Sometimes your chosen family is the best family right yeah so that's awesome um what what music is like your favorite like what are some of your favorite oh gosh music yeah i definitely have not been listening to popular music at least the recent ones sometimes i would hear some Katy perry right it's like oh yeah she's good um but like when it comes to music i'm kind of stuck really with um like the 50s the 60s okay. um, sometimes even like billy holiday like i think she's from the 30s or 40s or, like yeah. you know ella fitzgerald nat king cole um louis armstrong like those are just you know undying classic that i can't mm-hmm. get tired of listening to yeah but um before my dance music i love ben rector oh, okay. um yeah he's so happy yeah um, it's like you know all of his songs are so happy and i like american authors 
I kind of feel, yeah, I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The song that I love listening to and dance to, uh, dancing to is um, uh, the best day of my life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they also have like, you know, like other songs that are like really good, but like their vibe, their personality are uh, yeah. It's, it's like, yeah, something that I gravitate to so much. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, happy ones. And yeah. I also like, um, you know, Dan, I like dancing too. Farrell Williams, happy. <laughs> is that, is that his name? Farrell Williams or Farrell something? Oh, yeah. Farrell. Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's so many songs that will make you feel, just feel light for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I also like the Lumineers. I like yeah. them too. They're fun. Yeah, I like that like folky hand clappy kind of thing. Like I don't know what to call it. It's so fun. Yeah. It's like, oh, that sounds beautiful. And I like some acapella too. hmm hmm Yeah. It all sounds like very, very feel good, feel good music. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the point, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I've been avoiding listening to depressing music. It's like, you know, music about heartbreak, and maybe that's why I don't like country very much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, the vibe is just not compatible with me anymore. Sure. (laughs) How about you? What's your favorite music like? Oh, I like so much different music, but I I, I tend to grab, I I also gravitate to, like, older music a lot of times, um, but, like, a different era, like, I love like 90s, I think, because it mm-hmm. like reminds me of being a teenager. Um, like, I'm just like, yeah, I remember this, this time in my life, <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> um, and then 80s, not because I even remember a lot, like the 80s that well, but like, I just like 80s music, like The Cure and like. Oh, I like The Cure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, I could, I could listen to Just Like Heaven for the like every day for the rest of my life pretty much like you know it's just uh, such a great song like, yeah, yeah um the cure i think some of it could be kind of depressing and i kind of avoided it. i don't even remember why that is like you know that's what that's how much i avoided it yeah 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 <laughs> oh, yeah snow patrol is good oh yeah yeah i remember them mm-hmm. now yeah that was yeah it's beautiful um, yeah Anyway, um, how can uh, the audience uh, get in touch with you or find you? Where, um, where they find you? Instagram mostly. Okay. Uh, so I will. Um, there's going to be some kind of a description, oh, right? Of course. Like, yeah. So yeah. I will uh, send you my Instagram and my Facebook. Uh, so yeah, find me there. But I think the biggest thing is really on Instagram. Um, that's where I. Uh, that's where I hang out most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram is definitely better than Facebook. Like <laughs> it just really is. Yeah. I could be actually with Instagram. I could be so much more selective with what I want to see. Mm-hmm. It's like my Instagram is just like, you know, full of like, you know, all of these inspiring people, inspiring quote and like something educational, right? Mm-hmm. Like with Facebook, it's so it's, you, you just can't get away from the bad news and you know, like people's drama, especially like, you know, these people are like your friends. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't really unfriend them. Yeah, I don't want to unfriend them. I'm just not going to look at it. (laughs) 
Yeah, I've definitely had to unfollow some people. I it takes a lot for me to unfriend people, but I will unfollow. I'm like, I don't really want to see what you got going on here all the time anymore. So, yeah. right, like yeah. taking control, yeah, of your life and your social media feed. Yeah, you gotta set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For your health. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're you know that's that's healthy. I love it. It is. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for giving permission, you know, for others to do the same, right? Like a yeah. lot of us just kind of like, you know, people pleasing. And I have just um, recovered from that recently, you mm -hmm. know, and then that, there's still remnants of it. Um, but I'm more sensitive to it now because I'm more sensitive to my needs. And that's like the most important thing because like when you're not sensitive to your own needs um, and you're not kind to yourself and you're not being compassionate to yourself, you don't have kindness and compassion and sensitivity to other people. Yeah. When you don't um, do that for yourself first. Right. Yeah. You get jaded and cynical and yeah. Yeah, and I feel that's um, that's probably why like people are doing horrible things to each other in the world because they don't know how to be kind to themselves. So mm -hmm. I think like kindness needs to start like with yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being being here. That was such a wonderful conversation. So many awesome tidbits. <laughs> yeah. I am having so much fun. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope you have a, a good, a good night and a good week. <laughs> Everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Bye. So I wanted to once again, talk about some, a few takeaways that we got from this conversation. One, to start small, start with 10 minutes and then weekly add another five minutes. And so it's really doable. Two, ask yourself what brings you joy and start there. If you like to do art, sketch, paint. If you like to dance, dance. But just start with whatever will make you feel happy and glad that you woke up early that day to do that. Three, remember you are in control of your life. And mornings are a good time to focus on yourself without others taking over your time. Four, self-care is not selfish. You can't fill others' cups from an empty cup. Six, maybe? <laughs> the more you experience joy, the more joy you get, the more joy you look for. It just pops out everywhere at you because you become attuned to what you look for. If you want to, if you're going to just one look for misery, you'll become attuned to it and everything will be awful. But you can choose to look for joy. <laughs> Seven, it's tough to break old habits. We know that. It takes discipline. But if you keep showing up for yourself, even in just little, a little bit, you start to build build confidence. 
and it eventually will take much less discipline for you to continue doing it. But, you know, it's hard to start. What's that BoJack Horseman quote? I found the BoJack Horseman quote. <laughs> it gets easier. Every day it gets a little easier. But you got to do it every day. That's the hard part. But it does get easier. So, you know, it'll be hard at first. But you have to do it every day. And then it will get easier. <laughs> I like that. It's so simple, but a lot of wisdom there. I love BoJack Horseman. That show is so good. Moving on. Whatever number this is. You need to focus on a nightly routine to quiet your mind. And also to end on a happy note that will make your make your dreams sweet and you wake up happy because you end your day happy. And I guess the last thing that was a takeaway that I really loved about what she said was we need to remember that the core of us is love and fun. We are have only are the way that we are because of we've been conditioned to be this way. We came out full of joy and wonder and everything was amazing and beautiful. And it was only after the world kind of beat on us that we became cynical and jaded and, you know, have all our neuroses. But it doesn't have to remain that way. And so try to look at the world a little bit as the little baby, the little, little baby you that she once were. <laughs> we know too much now, though. We can never go back completely. But you can still be joyful and loving and fun-seeking. So I hope you have a good week. I hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you'll come back for another one. You can find me at Fun is Fundamental on all the different places. <laughs> it's in the show notes also. And I hope that you subscribe, rate, and review, and have fun, obviously. I really want you to have fun. All right. Love you.